What's up, yo? Another podcast. Big haps. Big haps happening this week. You know what I'm saying? All my friends have left me. They're camping or down south. Down in the southern lands. The swamp lands. Yeah, I got kicked off my camping trip. Because I'm too ugly, right? That's not actually it. They said I couldn't go because I couldn't get a hold of a truck. And I also didn't have a date that could bring a truck. So I I, re- I couldn't go. But yeah, it's alright. No hard feelings. Except there is. I really wanted to go camping. Guess not. Already took off work for it. That's why I'm not working right now. But it's okay, I forgive them. They they just don't understand how badly I wanted to go. <sighs> yeah, also got a milkshake today. And also food. Sandwiches as well. Um, yeah, uh, a lot of things are going on in the news right now. People want to people wanna take down Mount Rushmore. What do y'all think about that? What do y'all think about getting rid of Mount Rushmore? I don't know. I, I don't really know. Because I, I don't... I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I know the faces on Mount Rushmore or who they are. Um, I'm pretty sure the George Washington is one of them. And that dude had wooden, wooden teeth, and that's kind of gross. So, yeah, take it down. On account of him having... Uh, on account of him not not scrubbing his shiny whites, <sighs> getting wooden teeth put in, gross. Wooden teeth isn't the only thing, actually. He also uh, he also forced his slaves to remove their teeth so he could use their teeth. Kind of gross, and also kind of fucked up if you ask me. But <sighs> live and learn. He's dead, I guess now. Maybe, who knows. Who knows if famous people even really do die, bro? Or politicians. Because they, they do some disgusting stuff, you know? And I'm not just talking about, like, one political party. They both do it. They're both wild. For president, for president right now, we are two options. Have both visited Jeffrey Epstein's uh, sex island for little girls. They put little girls on this island. Did they have sex with them? That's what, that's what he did. That's what he got arrested for. And then was, uh, killed in prison. They ruled it a suicide, but it was definitely one of them elites going after him because they didn't want him, they didn't want him talking. Now his wife, his wife or his mistress, she's in jail now too. And they're going to ask her some questions. I wouldn't be surprised if she winds up dead too. But yeah, our two political candidates to choose from both visited that island multiple times. So, really, America's full of choices. And also, I'm not entirely convinced that the elites aren't lizards as well. They could be lizard people, and we don't know when lizards die. It's never been recorded in science. People that have pet lizards, they let them wander and... Usually they get lost before they die, so at least that's what happened with the first few lizards I had. They just kind of escaped. Don't know when they die, but 
Yeah. I guess that means we got to start a revolution, right? You guys have heard of uh, the uh, Bohemian Grove, the the camping trip, I guess you could call it, or secret meeting, um, where all the elites and celebrities go. Uh, it's not just like political world leaders there, but also, um, yeah, it's like politicians, world leaders, and like famous people, you know, like David Beckham, he, he goes there sometimes. Um, I think some of the Kardashians might have been there. Like, just real big-name people. They they hang out in this place in Europe, right? And it's in, like, the middle of the woods. Like, towards Russia, I think. And they sit there. They light all these torches. No one's allowed in. No cameras are allowed in. And it's rumored that they sacrifice people there. Like, especially young people. I'm not... I'm not I'm not on top of my uh human ritual database right now. I don't really uh I don't really know the rules and stuff, but I think they choose like young virgin men and women and they like cut them open and sacrifice them to the gods to stay in power so they can take the life out of that body and put it into their body, their lizard body, their scaly little slimy body. That's, that's what the Clintons did, probably. That's why Bill Clinton is aging the way he is, I think. How his eyes be sinking in. That, that can only happen from guilt. Your eyes get smaller. That's just how God intended it. People with small eyes, liars. All of them. That's why my eyes are so small. Yeah. Maybe I'm lying about that, too. Maybe I'm proving that my eyes are small by lying about how my eyes are small, which is making them smaller because I'm lying, and lying makes your eyes smaller. But yeah, kind of, kind of fucked up that we just that like the Bohemian Grove be going on still. I, I wonder what would happen if I just kind of walked up in there and joined them. I took a seat at the table. They got these massive like pig roasts and shit too. That's the other weird part. Like, they put they put them on like they cook like big animals there. I think. Like bears. Maybe not bears. I don't know if you can eat bear. Fuck, you can eat anything, I guess, if you try hard enough. But it might not be too good. But yeah, they'd be barbecuing like buffalo and shit there. And then they eat them. We do that too, but they're famous lizard people. So I guess it's a little bit different. And lizards can't eat beef. I don't think you knew that, but kind of found a hole in my ship right now but yeah (sighs) messed up messed up and these are the people that run our world right people that think it's sane to be sacrificing little people not midgets children maybe midgets too fuck I've, i've never seen anyone get um like killed for the gods but I I I can't I can't lie and say I don't think it wouldn't be a little bit funny to see a midget in that position. Maybe not actually kill him, but you see his reaction if if that's what it if that's where he was at that time at the Bohemian Grove. And they they all turned and looked at him and they said, "Ah, we need a human sacrifice right now." 
we need someone to throw off into a volcano. And they look at the little midget man. Maybe dress him up as a little leprechaun. I'm kidding, by the way. I think little people are cool. And kind of funny. Man, I shouldn't be saying stuff like that. Especially not on this here FM radio. I don't know if you guys can tell, but I look like Debbie Ryan right now. I'll be doing my faces like Radio Rebel. Uh, got my little booty jorts on. Not not shorts. Not booty shorts. Booty jorts. Denim. We got denim up on these legs. Kind of weird how we're, we are clothed. How our culture made us be clothed, you know? And the amount of clothing. Because back in the 1700s, that 18th century boy... They was wearing, like, three shirts, at least. Three shirts in July in Philadelphia, bro. Philadelphia's a hot place. Lots of buildings, lots of people. The sidewalks are, like, brown and rubber. Not rubber, but they, they, they there's, like, tire marks and stuff. That's what I'm trying to get at. Because it's dangerous over there. And it gets real hot. I've been in the city in, in summer. Not as bad as you think. It doesn't really get to you. Summer's the same everywhere. But yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Alright, my my diggity dogs. I'm back. Uh, I've been thinking about going to Europe lately. Just for a different speed, you know? A different, different culture. I say culture too much. But I don't mind. I think you people dig it a little bit. But yeah, yeah, living in Europe, living in living abroad, that'd be pretty awesome, you know. Like I'll I'll set the, I'll set the scene for you guys because I'm a I'm a bit of a writer myself. Imagine you're in like this stone house, like this tiny little stone house, on a beach in Italy, right, and. Outside of this house is a little cobblestone road with little shops, little fruit shops. Not like actual like places that you go in, but little stands, you know? Little wagons selling fruit. And there's a there's a crystal blue ocean right there washing up on that, that white sand. That white stand sand. There's a little there's boats going all over, like rustic rustic Italian charm boats. Which was my nickname in high school. The the little rustic Italian love boat. That was me. Yeah, that was me. Yeah, I, I could definitely live, live in Italy. In that little cobblestone house. Maybe a bad little shouty in a little mink dress. Standing by my side looking out this little... Uh, it's, a, it's, an older, it's an older house that I'm picturing. It's got... A window, but it's not like a window. It's just a a break in the in the stone. It's just a hole in the stone that you look out of, and you see the ocean. And that little hole, that's it's a, it's a square hole. It's like a rectangle. You, you know, it's it it looks like it would be a window, except there's no actual glass in it. And that blows the salty air from the ocean in there, bro. Got some light, cause it's 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 warm in in Italy, right? Cause they got like. The olives and shit growing there. And the grapes. 
and um yeah so you you could have some light sheets on your bed i'm thinking full size bed queen's just a little too big for that that european style besides i'm just sleeping there i'm not actually living at the house i'm i'm exploring diving head first in that culture in that culture man I think it's a very beautiful culture. It's very slow paced. I can wear I can wear button up shirts with no shirt underneath, no undershirt, and if it gets a little too hot, pop a button. I can walk with my chest out, my chest hair hanging out. I don't actually got any chest hair, but hypothetically if I did, it'd be out. And I'd wear loafers, right? I'd wear like Sperry's or some shit. I'd be walking around up these and everything in Europe is older too I think that's kind of cool like it's all from like the 12th century and shit not from not from like the 80s like in America where we built ourselves up it wasn't really the 80s I think I think a lot of houses were built in the 80s because there was like a like a boom right around then and we also had uh this the 50s and 60s where we built like highways and stuff for the military but built them for the military, but now we use them. Eisenhower. Gotta gotta be better than that, bro. Can't you can't hide the highways from the, the American man. But yeah, America's really cool. I'd like to live in different places in the US too, like maybe San Diego, California, maybe San Francisco. Uh, what else? Maybe Nevada. Maybe like Las Vegas. Walking down the strip in my my shiny little blazer. It's got like, it's bedazzled and shit. It's got sparkles on it. And I'll be wearing some some Nancy Sinatra boots. You know, she she sings that, uh, like these boots were made for walking song. That's what I'd be like walking up and down that Las Vegas strip. Just honing my inner Sinatra. And... But while I'm in Italy, maybe I'll maybe I'll visit Venice. I'll swim up and down those canals. I don't think that's allowed actually. Be a little bit frowned upon. I could I could also live in Portugal. Uh, I went to Lisbon like a couple of years ago. It's really beautiful there. They got a really cool culture too. Everything there is a statue, you know. You walk into these old churches, they just look like big giant intricate statues with lots of different parts carvings all in them it's like white and marble and a lot of people want to live in lisbon right now lisbon's a crazy place they got a lot of tourists when i was first at lisbon i was walking down by the uh the the inlet the river it's not it's not even really like a river it's more like a bay connected to the ocean like the ocean's like right there you're right at the mouth and there's like these beautiful churches everywhere and you're walking down like this sidewalk that's pretty much connected to the water like it slopes down into the water it's like a like a like a sandwich almost that you've cut in an angle and it leads down into the water and it's really cool cuz you you feel like you could slip in at any second you're walking down this slanted 
giant marble sidewalk that just dips into the ocean. And there's fish coming up on the sidewalk sometimes a little bit because as the, the tide comes in, it comes up a little bit more. And yeah, so I, w- I was walking there with my family, right? I get pulled to the side, probably because of how I look like and how I dress and how I act. But I got pulled over to the into this alley with this old man. He had a bucket hat. I don't know why I remember that, but he had a bucket hat and sunglasses. And this big white beard, you know, and a mustache. White beard and mustache. Kind of looked like Santa Claus. And he takes his little baggie out of his pocket. And he's like, yo, you want to buy some weed? Except he said it in Portuguese. He did not say it in English, my native tone. So I was like, I, I saw the weed. I was like fuck man any other time yes but not right now i'm i'm at a tourist time with my with my family and i'm not i'm not buying weed from no sketchy drug dealer bro like i don't know why he had to pull me into the alley cuz all drugs are legalized in portugal that's why it's so much cooler and better than america not because people like do drugs and all the time all, like all the time i mean yeah you you walk down the city you smell pot sometimes but like it's because they're, they're selling it in coffee shops. You walk into this coffee shop, they got a big bowl, big glass bowl filled with some uh, ganja up on the counter. Yeah, I went in there right after. I was like, this guy this guy pulled me behind the building selling the weed and tried to sell me some, some dry-ass looking shit. I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry, Mr. Portuguese man, but it was not looking too good. It was looking like some dry skunk weed. Tried to pass it off to me as some young little 16-year-old boy in Portugal. But another part of Portugal is these big open, like, town squares, kind of, with a big statue in the middle. And it's just a hot, it's just a hotbed for everything. There's, or, I shouldn't have said hotbed. I should have said hot plate. But I was thinking about the women in in the Portugal, the Portuguese women. Probably my favorite, honestly. They got a little bit of Spanish in them, a little bit of Portuguese, a little bit of English in them. But they cla- they some classy females, let me say. Like, in America, it's like, we have these customs. Like, we go to the mall, and we look at, you, you see a pretty girl at the Hot Topic. But it's a different kind of pretty, you know? She's got like a, like a band t-shirt on, maybe, and a lot of eye makeup. Maybe some colored hair a little bit. She's wearing some, like, really fancy styles and everything. But in Europe, it's different, you know? In Europe, like, the women dressed very modestly. Which, I mean, no, I'm not saying, like, all women got dressed modestly. But it's I, I do appreciate it because I think everyone should dress a little bit modestly. I think everyone should, like, wear nice clothes and not, like super revealing and trashy clothes, you know, like, I I don't like going into, like, maybe, maybe a lesser, maybe a more dangerous kind of area, and, like, people be wearing, like, really tight clothes, like a Walmart, you know, like, you go into a Walmart, and that's pretty much America that you're looking at right there, that's the truest sense of America, because that's where everyone goes, everyone goes to Walmart, so you're seeing, you're seeing a spread of America, but like in Portugal and Greece and all places of Europe, you walk around and like people got like real sunglasses on. They don't got like Oakleys, like those stupid baseball sunglasses. 
like those orange ones. I hate those. They got like normal black, like fancy sunglasses. And I think that's why everyone wants money because money allows you to, to dress in the way that you want. And the way that most people want is usually like modest, normal clothing, but made to look good, you know? Like they wear they wear nice long blue jeans, but not like not like American like dirtied up jeans. Like these are like tight dark navy blue jeans, maybe some some white shoes. I'm describing the women right now, and they got like maybe a black top with these sunglasses. They let their hair grow naturally too, which is pretty cool. It's a better culture, I think. The men also dress up. I like that too. I like that the men wear like collared shirts and stuff. Which I'm not, I'm, I sound like such a prude right now, but like, like my idea of a fun time, I'd rather go out, sit at a fancy, nice dinner, you know, on the sidewalk, watching the people pass, have a little bit of white wine. I'm not a red wine kind of guy. I'm a white wine kind of guy. And I think that, ex- that, that explains everything. I like white wine and not red wine. And that should make the rest of this podcast make sense. But yeah, like, I mean... It has, to, it has to do with the meal, I too, I think, a little bit, too. And also, what, whatever is available. If you guys got some red wine, hit me up. I'll, I'll, I'll gladly take it all as well. But, yeah. Uh, I like how it... I like how Europe... There's not, like, this rush to go anywhere. You can just leisurely walk through the city. And you can enjoy the city and take in the sights and smells. And it smells nicer there. It smells like an air freshener in Europe. In most places that I've been to, which, you know, like I've been to like Western and Southern Europe more. I haven't really been to like, I've never really been to like Northern Europe or Eastern Europe. And I'm not sure, I would do want to go to Northern Europe, but I don't really want to go to uh, Eastern Europe. I'm sorry, Eastern Europeans out there, but y'all just give me the heebie-jeebies. Creep me out a little bit with your Russianness and your thick eyebrows and the way you guys don't even like to smile. That's the biggest part. Nah, there's some nice, there's some nice people. I just gotta get out there and see them. <sighs> Never had the opportunity. Never been blessed. But yeah, living in Europe, I think that'd match my style a little bit more. I would, I would definitely be talking up the ladies in Europe, that's for sure. That's something I like to do. I'm I'm not afraid to admit it. I do like to talk up the ladies a little bit. I, I'm, I'm a bit of a womanizer, what can I say? I like all kinds of women, you know? It's, it's mostly based on who they are as a person, and I didn't used to be like that. I used to, ha- I used to definitely have a type, you know? You know what a type is? Like, same hair, same face, and I, I was, I'm not proud of this, but, like, I, I was a little bit racist, I didn't really, I didn't really approach women from other races other than my own, you know, which is, which was just wasted time, really, and a mistake on my part, because one especially cool way of getting to know people is to dive into their culture, you know, just dive head first. Submerge yourself in their culture for a day while you're learning about them, you know? Just surround yourself in it. 
and really, really explore and learn about it. And it makes you really appreciate people of all different shades and colors. And I'll, I'll admit it, yo. It's not, I'm not even embarrassed about this. I, I love me some, some chocolate ladies, some dark, some darker women, you know? And I'm not, I'm not talking about one race here. I'm talking about all of them, like all the color schemes. I'm not, I'm not about that. I mean, I will also talk to a young Anglo woman, but also, I'm going to sound like such a douchebag, but like, I kind of want to meet and talk to someone from Cuba a little bit. I, I would, I would also include men in this, but I'm not, I'm not really attracted to men in that kind of way, you know? And I would love to explore a culture through a man too, as well. But I feel like I can do a better job of learning about it if it's me with a woman, you know? Because it's more, it's more gentle to me, I feel like. And I like that, that gentleness that comes with the feminine energy. And also, like, I would obviously be spending more time with a female than a male. Because... I'm I'm as open I'm as open as they come and I'm I don't I don't let things I don't let labels get to me but I don't think I will ever probably share a bed with a man but that's not true I've shared a beanbag with my boy Evan once I fell asleep on his lap while taking LSD but that's a that's a different story for a different time and uh but yeah I would never share a bed with a man I don't think just just not not in my book of cards it's not who I am but yeah I just went on a slightly racist and ignorant tangent there at least I hope it I hope it's not I don't mean to be ignorant by it I just mean to be like that that's just my personal experience and I'm I'm not saying like I use these women to learn about their culture and then just leave them you know because I consider them as like my friends, you know, I've, ne I've, I've always put myself in relationships, you know, and like monogamous, normal relationships, but lately I've been changing it up and it's kind of nice, uh, not on purpose, but like I can have lots of female friends that I can also get deeper with, you know, I have like a rotary almost. That's, that's kind of messed up, but like, not like a ton of them, obviously, and I care about their feelings, but I'm gonna stop talking now, because I feel like I'm, I'm going down a bit of a dark hole right now, but yeah, I'd love to go to Europe, maybe meet some European women, I know it's just a stereotype, but I want to see some unshaved armpits, a little bit, not, not, I'm not excited for it, but I'm eager to see it, just out of curiosity, you know, what does it look like in person, am I scared of it, I don't know yet, I've never encountered it, I hope I'm not, knock on wood, that wasn't wood, that was cardboard and leather from my seat, but yeah, yeah, hopefully, hopefully I'll be going there soon, because like, I gotta get away from America right now, man, I just gotta... Not because of anything that's going on politically, but I just need a change of pace. I wanna I wanna breathe in some fresh European air.
I want to add some parts on to who I am. I want to build up Sean a little bit more. Get some experiences in a foreign nation. And gain a little bit of my own culture. Because every, everyone's got their own culture, you know. Not just a culture that they have with other people like them, but a culture within yourself. Everyone has a microculture that of who they are. And that's just as big as any other culture, like American culture or Canadian culture. It's it, it, One could even argue that it's bigger, because a person can be a lot more in-depth than just a nation or an area. And what are borders, man? What even are borders? Just imaginary lines drawn in the in the sand. That that's one reason I oppose Trump's wall is cuz I don't really believe in borders. I think this land was given to us by a higher power whether that be God or aliens or or just the universe in general. But we we are conscious beings who are meant to explore. That's why we can see and touch and feel and smell and taste. And we're meant to be going other places. We're meant to just walk around, you know, man? That sounds very hippie-ish, but uh, I guess I'm a bit of a hippie. I don't think that we should let these imaginary lines drawn by lizard people get in the way of our destiny in a way. Maybe not our destiny. I think destiny is a personal thing. But I think our purpose is to explore and learn as much about this world as possible. And I think I think a life where you haven't gotten to see every country in the world, maybe not every country, but like every every continent at least, you should see every continent before you die, or I think your life is a little bit wasted. That's not true. I mean, you didn't waste your life if you didn't see every continent. But I think like it's such a such a sad sight to see someone leave this earth without ever going to a different continent or to a different part of the world because this is where we're from this is the one place that we're from in the entire universe and i think we should see it you know it's like if you if you're living at your house and you've only seen your room you what what happens when someone comes over and you got to explain to them the other parts of your house you've never you've never been outside of your room you don't know what to tell them But yeah, yeah, Greece is also very beautiful. The water at Greece is just immaculate. When you think of like crystal clear water in like the Caribbean or something, you think of Greece, but it's not in the Caribbean. It's the water there looks like it would taste like blueberry. That's that's what I'm going to say. It looks like it would it looks like a blue raspberry slushy a little bit, which is why it's so fun to swim in. It's very salty, too. They said they say that uh, I don't know the whole story because it was a while ago, but the uh, the sea by Greece. Not the, I don't I don't think it's the Mediterranean. It might be the Aegean Sea, or it might be the Mediterranean too, because the Mediterranean's very salty. But yeah, I think it's the Aegean Sea that they say a Greek god went up there, and. The Greek god's son, who was a little teenage rascal, fell in love, as they do. These teenagers be all about falling in love. I'll talk about that later, but...
yeah, they, he was quick to fall in love, and when the lady didn't express the same feelings, he hurled himself off of this cliff, and he died, right? So the father comes up to mourn his son and see where he died, and apparently the, this, the site of which his son died at made him cry so much that I think, I honestly think it was Poseidon. I think Poseidon did this. He started crying tears, salty tears, and he cried so much that he filled up the Aegean Sea, and it wasn't a cliff anymore. It was a cliff into water, which is still a cliff, but it wasn't a cliff into nothingness, you know? It was a cliff into water. And I think that's beautiful. I think that's a better story than, like, there was ice and it melted, and there happened to be salt around there. But it's crazy how America, or not America, the world be changing. Because, you know, like these deserts out there, the Sahara Desert, that used to be an ocean. Believe it or not. Africa used to be a little bit underwater. It's kind of cool. Kind of cool to think about. There's fish fossils there. There's fish fossils on top of mountains, like Mount Everest. Because the plates be colliding and making mountains. Mount Everest was never there when our Native American friends were. Not Native American, but they don't all have to be Native American. But, like, you know what I mean. The, the, the ancient, the ancient peoples, which were the Native Americans. I'm pretty sure the, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the Native Americans came from a land bridge by Alaska that connected Russia and Alaska. And they traveled over there. They were Russians first, I believe. Or at least Central Asian people. Not even Central Asia, like just people from all over Asia. They followed the, the food source, which went across the land bridge. And then they found themselves in this whole new continent called America. And that's... That's it. That's the um, That's the story of how the first people came to America. Fuck you, Columbus. It wasn't you. Yeah. Columbus was kind of a dope. I don't know why we ever really celebrated him. Everyone was like, oh, he found America. He didn't even find North America. He found the middle America. And he thought it was India. Because he, he was a dumb fuck. He was like, da, this is India. And the Native Americans were like, we are not Indians. And they were, he was like, well, I'm in India, so you guys are Indians. And they were like, once again, we are not Indians. And he was like, you're Indians. And that's, that's how America came to be. That's what we were raised on. His, history's not real, man. History's just a lie agreed upon. But we can change history. We can take history into our own hands and mend it and really uncover the truth and we can rewrite it we can rewrite it after we gain more details which we have been doing i think the uh civil rights movement won't be as skipped over upon in future years people will learn all about it and thus creating a, a smarter and less ignorant culture it just takes time man this this ain't a very long podcast but I think I might call it. We had a... Actually, no. Oh, shit. I'm not calling it yet. But the end is coming soon. So brace yourselves. But, yeah, I asked you guys to type out some questions or maybe things you need advice. 
on, and I didn't really get any. I got one though, and it's kind of it's kind of sad. I think at least I think it's sad. Maybe just depends on the light of it, but it says, "How do I get better?" And that's something that one of my friends said to me. I don't know which friend, but it was someone. It was done anonymously. But if you're listening to this, my man, how do I get better? It's all in you, man. And I don't really, I don't really know the problem, but at one point you were happy, I think, because. When I was little, I was I was definitely a happy little kid. I ran around very happy. And some things have gotten in the way. Like smoking weed, for instance. That That's something that gets a lot of people upset. I've seen a lot of that around my friends. People people smoke too much weed and they stop to they start to not like themselves, but that's such a such a simple explanation, my man. Like you just gotta or woman, I don't know who this is, but could be man or woman but if weed's the problem man like just stop oh it's so it's so much better when you stop like getting high is fun and everything don't get me wrong i like to do it too i think it makes me more creative and more of a fun person makes me more giggly and that's all good and everything but nothing compares to 100 percent yourself and you you can say that like smoking weed is a part of who you are and it makes you feel more yourself but Nothing is more yourself than being 100% sober, man. And you can think like, oh, weed doesn't really get me high. It just lets me live. That's not true either, man. Like, it's always affecting your brain in some way until you just cut it out. And cut it. once you cut it out, it gets easier. Like, the first four days might be a little bit hard. But then after that, the days just kind of, like, snowball. And suddenly you're making huge jumps that you never thought you could make. And feeling sober is good. Being sober feels good. Because it's like, you have nothing to worry about. You got nothing to hide. And you're just 100% you. And you can think as who you are. And it sucks to not smoke it. Like, it'll ruin your appetite. Probably, depending on how long you've been smoking. And it'll make you miserable and make you kind of bored. But you just really got to do it, and it's the it's the first step, and everything else will fall into place. You'll be you'll begin to get happier because it's it's a simul it's a stimulation, I guess. That and all stimulations can get old, and they affect how you think, and not being happy. And really, if you want to truly get happy, cut out all your stimuli. Get get rid of like, playing video games all day, man, get rid of, uh, not music, I think music can help you become happy, but I think it has to be the right kind of music, don't be listening to miserable music, uh, personally for me, I listen to a lot of rap, but I have happy rap, and I got sad rap, and also, I mean, I don't listen to a lot of rap, rap is probably, like, 20% of what I listen to, but, 10% of that is sad rap, and I just cut that out completely. I don't even listen to it anymore. I just listen to either happy rap or classic rock or indie or indie rock or stuff like that, you know, and it'll make you feel better. It might take a little time, but it'll come, and that's all you need to do because it's not doing you any favors. You, You might as well try to just stop it because 
why would you, you don't want to do it constantly. It can only help if you don't do it. But that also might not be a reason. You also might be surrounded by some shitty people. And if that's true, man, I hate to use the word toxic because I think it's kind of a stupid, lame thing to say. But if they are legitimately people bringing you down, whether it's a, a girl, like a someone that you're trying to become more romantic with, or maybe some friends that don't make such good decisions and don't impact your life in a very meaningful way, then just cut them out, bro. You can go in a different direction of life. We were gifted with this consciousness by whoever, and it makes you... It makes... It gives you the ability to do whatever you want. Man, get away. You don't gotta, like... You you can take a vacation. You don't even need people with you. You can do it on your own. And it might not be as fun as doing it with other people or what you had envisioned, but it'll be a start, man. And once you start traveling, other people are going to want to travel with you. You got you to gotta be the one to come up with the idea sometimes and put it out there. And there's no harm in that. People get embarrassed to share their ideas and like to say that they want to do something. They get embarrassed that no one else will share that interest. But we're not too, we're not all different, you and I, man. Like, Sometimes we all do want this, the same thing. I think we all want the same kind of happiness. And if someone's not finding happiness with you, man, fuck them, bro. Like, you don't, you don't need them. Man, man or woman. I'm not exactly sure who this is. But if you want to get better, that's a, a 100% what you got to do. You got to just cut that person out. And even if it's a person that makes you feel good some of the time, if they're causing any bit of unhappiness in your life just get rid of them just you don't need to talk to them give yourself a little space and say if it is a female and you give them a little space and you really want to be with them badly you giving them their space will realize that you're happier and you being happier is what attracts the uh attracts like who you want to attract and i can say as a male and the ladies, you ladies are going to hate me for this, but I've, I've cracked your code. If you real, if you want to talk to any girl at all, this probably works on men too, I think. But if you want to talk to any girl at all, man, you just got to have confidence and be happy. You, if you're, let's say you're playing a little game of pickup, you see a woman there that you find attractive and you know that, and you know that they know you find them attractive, like go up to him. Who cares? You you don't know what the uh you don't know what's going to happen and it could always it could always come out as the option that you wanted. They could say yes. And if they say yes, good, everything's great. And if they say no, fuck it, go on to the next one. It's just a stream of people, man. It's just a stream of fish in the sea and you can just grab any fish you want and they and you won't Know that it's the right fish until you have it. Until you've caught that fish, then you'll know it's the right fish. And if you didn't catch that fish, guess what? It's not the fish you're supposed to be with. And come on, man. This is another thing. Teenagers, they just fall in love so easily, man. And you don't need it, man. I I do love falling in love. I love the uh, romantic ideas. To an extent, I even like getting my heart broken a little bit. I think it 
gives me inspiration for poetry and writing. And I like that. I like to feel a little bit of heartbreak. I like to feel, I also like to feel the rush of a new relationship starting, you know, that like happiness, that overwhelming, like almost like a drug takes control of you because love is a drug, makes you act in ways that you wouldn't. And if that drug is making, is doing more harm than it is doing good, then you got to ditch it. You got no other choice but to ditch it. And if that, if that girl's causing you pain, brother, get out of there. Yeah, but you gotta, gotta walk with confidence and the confidence is what attracts the women. Once they see that you're happy by yourself, as if you're happy at the end of the day by yourself, they'll pick up on that and they'll be like, Ooh, he doesn't need me to be happy. And that's what attracts them. That's what girls like. And I know not all girls are the same, but trust me, that's, that's pretty rock solid. I think you can get 99% of girls by doing that. It's worked so far for me, and it works for others. And it works for yourself, too, because if you don't care about the outcome, and you don't care about, and the rejection isn't going to make you sad, then, first of all, you're more likely to get the girl, and if not, then you don't care in the in the end. And you not caring is just going to show other people that, you are worth it. So, whoever said that, I'm, I'm sorry that you're not feeling a hundred percent, man. I haven't, I haven't felt a hundred percent either. I haven't felt a hundred percent in a little while, but, you know, I'm getting there. It took a long time, longer than it probably should have, but I'm getting there, and I'm getting better. And so will you, man. Like, you just gotta see the light at the end of the tunnel. That this is that. You're, you're 18, 19, man, like, hell, even 17, maybe, maybe you're even 17, you're, your life's just starting, man, you're, what, like, a fifth of the way through, and you think you found the one, nah, first of all, anyone who's in a relationship right now, it's, it's probably gonna end, it's gonna end before you're even ready, and it's sad, but, I, that's just my outlook on relationships in general. They they usually have to come to an end. As much as I, I, I want true love to be real, and I do think it is real, because what other option do I have? I, I have to think it's real. It's, it's what gives me hope. But chances are it probably isn't real. And chances are that you find someone and you convince yourself it's the one and then you try really hard to make it work. And a lot of times it doesn't, but maybe sometimes you guys can stand each other till you die. And maybe then, maybe then American culture will look down and say, good job, but it won't be enough. Because we live in such a capitalistic society where enough is never enough. Even when it comes to happiness, you got to have the house, you got to have the wife, you got to have the kids in order to have happiness. Or so we're told. That's drilled into us from birth. But it's not true. Take a trip to Europe, my man. Come with me to Europe. We'll find some some sweet Latin babes. Not Latin, because that would be Latin America. And that would not be... They would not be Latin people. But they'd be... They'd be tan... Beach... Tan, sun-kissed 
ladies, and we'll we'll experience the finer things in life. We'll have we'll have seafood by the the ocean, European seafood by the ocean, and yeah, we'll look out at those lamp light well lamp lights. I meant to say street lamps on the cobblestone road. Watch the people meander on home. Walk real slow. Sleep with the sound of the ocean wind. Wake up. Do it all over again. Eat only the finest of produce. I shouldn't say produce, but you know what I mean. We'll eat, we'll, we'll drink champagne from the hills of Champagne, France. We'll eat grapes and olives from the Mediterranean terrain that they have over there. And we'll open our eyes to the world outside of our own world. Because we just look at things, we look at them where we live through this tunnel. But we shouldn't. We should expand our horizons by going places. And if that's you, man, come out here. Shout out to me. Uh, I'll, I'll make sure we make it, all right? Because every single life in this world is precious. Because you wouldn't be on this earth if it didn't mean it. I'm not a very religious guy, but I know that there's no point in you being here unless you were supposed to be here. Because everyone's got a different effect on other people. And it all just comes together at the end of the day. So don't doubt yourself, man. You're supposed to be here. And you will get happy, trust me. Sometimes it just takes time. I mean, either way, with time, it will come. But you can make it faster by doing certain things. Just to be happier. If, if it's something that you don't want to do, it's probably the thing you need to do. And... If you need any more help, hit me up, bro. I'm always open. I'll always help a friend in need. Peace.